As morning breaks in Denny Park, two women are proving breakfast really is the most important meal of the day. All right, Michael, here you go. Thanks very much. Tara and Andy open Sunny Up to fill a void in Seattle's food truck scene. Morning meals, specifically made-to-order egg sandwiches, named after inspirational women. Frida Avocado, Ruth Bacon Ginsburg, Nina Smoke Salmon, Sausage Patty Smith. Badass women. <laughs> you can't go wrong. I mean, this is what we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful sunny day here on South Lake in Seattle, Washington. Studio 212, part of the Soundcasting Network. This is episode, is it 103? Something like that. I think it is 103. Uh, girl, how long is it taking this, dude? 103 minutes. 103 minutes. <laughs> That's been your go to like callback. It's like, what are 103 minutes? It's now, now it's an hour. It's going to take an hour <laughs> and really an story. hour and 33 minutes to get. What are you cooking? Uh, a really thick. We're doing a something. Oh, what? Big, oh, something, what, something big, big time? Something big. big time. Uh, I am your host, Bobby Stills. Across from me, uh, next to me, to my immediate right. Yes, yes. Johnny Tsunami. Uh, then we have two guests in the studio today. I know that you guys probably heard me talking about her many times and her glorious food truck. Uh, introduce yourselves, please. Um, Andy Janosek. And I'm Tara Zimpano. Janosek. I always say Janowski. <laughs> Every time. Uh, Where does that come from? Nope. The Belltown Hobbit. Yeah. Belltown, Belltown, uh, Belltown Gnome. I'm sorry. <laughs> mm. Anyway, uh, yes, I've been talking about them, so I'm super happy to have them up in the studios. You guys just probably had a pretty long day. I'm assuming it was busy because it was nice out. Everyone want to go out for lunch or breakfast? Brunch. Yeah, we actually had a short day today. There are no short days in the. It's Monday. Sure. It's Monday. It's Monday, so it's your slow day? It's a prep, prep and. Prep yeah. heavy day. Prep and just get the gravy day. All right, we'll get into that in a second. Uh, catch you up. We didn't. I didn't put out a show last week just because I don't know. I'm busy. Yeah, why did we had one? <laughs> I forgot. I'm just so busy. I'm so like, oh my god. There's so much shit going on at the restaurant. We're getting. I got. I had my record. We also have a producer. Oh, that's right. Uh, in the studio this week, the <laughs> Prince of Pasta, <laughs> Risotto God, Risotto God, producer that's doing what, Johnny? Uh, dropping a deucer. Dropping a deucer. His name is a. Uh, Keith, he's the captain of the Soundcasting Network. He is. Where was he? he was in Legoland. Okay, right. now I'm jealous. He brought me a gift bag. So we should have bagged on him last episode. We always bag on him. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you about? <laughs> My apologies, always to Keith. Uh, anyway, thank you. Any podcast needs you might have, go to SoundcastingNetwork.com. There's lots of other shows there. About which you want to promote one, Keith? Any of them? How to be a better drinker with Matt James, Justin Freet. Uh, I was drinking with them just a couple days ago. Were they better drinkers? They are better drinkers than me. They're very highfalutin. <laughs> know a lot about booze. Uh, I'm uh. like, can I have a high life and <laughs> a the cheapest whiskey that you have? I'll take two. All right. Um, what's going on at work, Johnny? Uh, not much. Big tings, big tings, man. It's always big tings. What happened this morning? What article came out? GQ. GQ. Yeah, once again. Health and fitness? Uh, no, best restaurant in GQ. Best I didn't know they did that, <laughs> but <laughs> I guess they do. So, yeah, they came out with that article this morning. I didn't read it, though. I can't. I can't. You read just it. reposted it. I, no, I didn't. Oh, somebody That was Elmer, it. Sir oh, Elmer Dula. Oh, Sir Elmer Dula. Um, but it's been really, really busy. We did 230 for dinner on Saturday. And then 160 for lunch on Sunday. Yeah, it's just been too much. 
Chef's back though. He's hanging out. Where was he at? Uh, out and about doing Just things, promoting. He was at Koshon five 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 five. Or whatever that thing's I, called. I thought you were going to say he was at Coachella. And no, I was like, with, what? With uh, Baychella? Beyonce? <laughs> Beyonce? I had a grip of friends that were at Coachella. Oh, well, that's great. And they're all hella white. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I don't get it. That place started off as like a music and arts festival. And now it's just like a place to be seen and heard. And it's like the most poppy shit. It's no indie. It's no, like Coachella was like really cool when I... Used to when I went a couple times, it was like every band there, nobody knew who they were. There was maybe like one or two headliners, and every other band was like, you know, they were gonna be big issues. A bunch of really cool underground hip shit. Now it's, it's just like, bangers. now it's all SoundCloud rappers <laughs> and like. Sometimes old, you need to go see Lil Pump. Well, whatever, whatever. Okay, so let's get into it. Nothing, nothing. I don't got nothing to report at my work. It's just, it's just busy. It's just getting fucking crazy. Yeah. And welcome getting, to spring. Yeah, I'm just getting my ass kicked. We got our patio starting to be built, and we got our hood fixed. Nice. Um, so maybe it won't be so hot in there anymore. Do you, you ever worked in a restaurant that doesn't have a hood working? Is that illegal? My hood works, and it's. <laughs> yes, sir. In a restaurant, not in the truck. Oh yeah. 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 Is that legal? I mean, I think Bella no. Wheat. It's absolutely didn't work. not legal. So yeah, because I, I called two other friends, and I was just like, "Do you guys know if this is legal?" And they're like, "We're pretty sure it's not legal, but I mean, you're gonna. What are you gonna do? Shut it down until it gets fixed? I mean, maybe a fine. They're not gonna shut your restaurant down, right? I, I mean, not technically, no. I mean, unless somebody reports you, probably an employee because it gets about 140 yeah. degrees yeah. in there. Soup. It smelled really good though. Every single person <laughs> walking around, man, it smells good in here. But it sure is hot. <laughs> <laughs> So I was just back there dying. I was like, somebody grab the cornstarch. I am <laughs> dying. This is bad. All right. So, yeah, it's just getting busy and I work. All right. Now to you, ladies. Okay. Last time we had, when I wanted to have you on the show a long time ago, just for shits and giggles, just to come on, because I love you. I love working with you. Um, you were working with Amy at Jolie. Am I pronouncing that right? Jolie. Jolie. I always get the one Rachel Yang's place and her place confused names. Uh, that's Jewel. Jewel. Uh, Jewel. <laughs> Spelled weird though, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. 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 And then you told me that you were opening up a food truck and you're kind of busy so you couldn't do it. And then your food truck was supposed to open up when originally? Oh, wow. Um, we were shooting for right around January. Right around, at the beginning of January. Beginning of January, Beginning yes. of January. And then when did you actually open up? We opened up uh, the middle of March. In the middle of March. Well, that's not too bad. That's actually not that bad at all. That's decent. That's a de- that's decent. Like you know, off. I had a, we had an eighth month eighth eight month delay mm. opening up my place. So yeah, and which months. I'm actually happy about it because if we'd opened up on time, we'd have been open up right at the beginning of spring, and we would not had got any of the kinks worked out and got all the employees trained in time, and it would have been a mess, and everybody would have been complaining about our place mm. for minor things. You know, they're all minor details that need to be worked out, but at the same time, people expect perfection when you open up. Oh, it just, absolutely, it just doesn't work like that yeah. in the industry no. things break down I mean it's kind of weird to say that when you have new equipment or something like that it's like it should work perfectly no, no not at all yeah. Yeah. yeah you gotta break it in yeah Dude, I mean I just finally got my oven to start working and not <laughs> shutting down every five minutes well you were telling me when I went out there that the wind kept coming in and blowing the out the wind your... goes straight through the service window <laughs> blows the pilot out oh that's so terrible so every 15 minutes I'm relighting the oven let's go let's step back in time this show is to let, let chefs and cooks and stuff 
let their personality shine. We know that most of the time nobody gets to see us because we're in the back. So we want to know about you. We want to know about the person behind the Sunny Up truck or the people behind the Sunny Up truck. Where did you start? Like how long have you been in the cooking industry? And then kind of, you know, we want to go through where you worked at, what you enjoyed best, and then how you it came to be that you got you decided. Because taking on, I've heard many, many people say, I want to start a food truck. And then some people see how much it costs and how much work it is, and they're like, fuck that. I think I'll just stay. stay <laughs> grinding away. Yeah, grinding away. Because it's a lot to step yeah. out there and take upon all that responsibility on your own two shoulders. It's like, it's, it's a mobile restaurant. And there's a lot more hoops to jump through and a lot more permitting than yep. it is. So a lot of times it is easy you're opening up a brick and mortar spot. So people don't know. We've had uh we've had what two people with food trucks. My friend had a juice truck that came on here and then we had Yeah, but I think a juice truck is even harder because of the freshness. Yeah, that was that was really tough um, for them. But yeah, we've had a, a few food truckers and they uh they all are happy that they did it, but they're happy to get back into a restaurant. Oh yeah, stationary. Yeah. But that's the goal. that's the eventual goal. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so we'll start. How long you been cooking? Oh wow! Um, <laughs> how old you're not uh, that 20 old. Twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Twenty years. I've been cooking. Twenty years. You've been cooking. Yeah. That's a good where are you from? Uh, originally Southern California. SoCal. Yeah. You started cooking down there. Um, my first job was actually in coffee shops for a while. Okay. Um, it was the '90s. Um, you know, people weren't so big on the espresso drinks as much as the flavored coffee. Darren and I were just joking about it the other day, and I, I picked up some uh, hazelnut coffee. Delicious. And I was like, you know, it just reminds me of the 90s. Toasted marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I did that for a couple of years, and then I got into um, bread baking. I worked at a brand new bread bakery, um, worked under a French baker. Yeah. Um, what time did you have to go into work? Um, it depended. Uh, usually about two in the morning, sometimes midnight. Um, we did wholesale. We did she farmers said markets. Two in the morning, <laughs> sometimes twelve. Sometimes. Like it's just like it's a good thing. Or something. Like, yeah. You know, sometimes I got to go at twelve. Um, so yeah, I did that for a couple of years. Um, the baker, the head baker, ended up leaving, so I ended up taking over. Oh wow! Um, did that for about a year and a half, and you know, from there I, I was doing a bunch of pastries as well, um, French classic pastries. Um, from scratch and wanted to see more of the the food realm of it, yeah. you know, behind the line, um, working saute or working. We, we tease we tease bakers. I mean, we tease bakers all the time on the show, but we respect them a lot. And oh yeah, I love my bakers. Yeah, we love our bakers, but yeah. it's like, but they're not on the line. They're they, not. They're it's there a, before. It's yeah, it's a different animal. Yeah, but exactly. I feel like now a lot of people are excited when they're like, "Hey, can you stay tonight and like plate up desserts?" Or on lunch, our pastry team plates all the desserts for lunch. So, I mean, it helps us. And then they're like, okay, we're leaving. And then we do it. But uh, it's fun for them. It's fun for us. You know? Oh, yeah. They feel, you know, totally a part of the It also sucks. The rush. They craziness. get off. They get off right kind of sometimes when, like, in the middle of a lunch rush or oh, whatever. Yeah. And they get off. They're like, yeah, we're going to have our shift drinks and our shift meal now. And you're like, you son of a bitch. Oh, not at our place. No. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. They're like, see ya. <laughs> so, yeah. See, a lot of bakers, they just want to stay. They enjoy baking. They like those hours. There's a reason some of them have families and stuff. So, they like those hours. They get to stay home with their families stuff but you wanted to go online i wanted to learn all of it yeah at this point i i was living in ohio basically got into one of the best restaurants what that, part of ohio i did not know you lived in ohio oh yes you did oh we talked about yeah. that yellow springs that's ohio. right okay. worked at the winds cafe and started off at 
pantry and just worked my way up to I worked every single position there um, doing the bread. We did the bread in the house. We did pastries. I did saute. Ended up working there for four years. Just soaking everything up. And, yeah, no, in Ohio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's not, not too bad there for food. No, I, I, I would have never known. Um, moved back to Seattle. Um, moved here. And, you know, at that point I was a vegetarian and I would just really wanted to get my hands into a vegetarian restaurant. Um, so at the time, there were two. What made you go vegetarian? I think a long time ago, probably when I was a teenager, I just it, I just started eating healthier because I was an athlete. No, I played soccer. So slowly started cutting out red meats and then started cutting out the poultry and stuff like that. Um, it was also a creative outlet for me to find creative ways to cook and incorporate that cooking you know, as I'm trying to learn and teach myself how to cook. How to I have like a couple chef. of friends. Yeah. I have a couple of friends like that too. It's like, yeah, it's it's easy to throw a steak on the grill or something like that to really find alternatives and make sure foods good without any animal products in it or uh, just all vegetarian meals. Just try yeah. the whole thirty diet. And yeah, yeah. it's so go. hard. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. I quit. So you wanted to come out here and you wanted to, there was only two, you say there's only two? I mean, they're the, you know, the two, two best. good ones. So we had the Cafe Flora yeah. and then we had Carmelita. Oh. So I actually started working at both. Awesome. Um, I worked full-time at Cafe Flora and then part-time at Carmelita. That only lasted a few months. Um, and then I took on Carmelita full-time as a sous chef. Oh, wow. Um, and then from there, um, I was there probably about a year and then stepped into the chef role. I know a lot of uh, female chefs that have gone through that restaurant, mm -hmm. like, and that's shot them into the industry. Um, I feel like Erica Burke worked there. She did. And then, oh man, she was one of the one of the the oh, first geez. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. And then there was another. Oh, her name was Patty Block, and she was a short little biker chick, and she was awesome. Like and motorcycles. Worked, or yeah, like bicycles. motorcycles. And she worked with us at Luke, but she worked at Carmelitas too. And she and. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I remember some badass cooks came out of that restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got Dan Braun, who opened up uh, Oliver's Twist. Oh, man. Um, oh, he got, sold, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. To my friend, Jonathan, actually. Yeah. Jonathan um, Sundstrom. He was a chef there. Oh, wow. As well. Um, I didn't know. That was a, that was an establishment. I wonder how that how you get so many places to have so many baller-ass cooks come it, out. It was like right in the boom. But you know what? It was really unique because it wasn't a traditional vegetarian mm -hmm. restaurant and vegan restaurant. It There were no alternative meats. You weren't, you know. Oh, it was. You, were, you weren't substituting um, wheat gluten or. A, a slab of tofu that you'd marinated. Everything was was coming from scratch, and you had to be super creative um, mm. with your ingredients. And so you just want to have a bad, bunch of badass cooks there. Yeah. So how long were you there for? Uh, three years. And this, okay. you were there three years as a chef, or three years total. Three years total. Yeah. Three so, years all together. So two and one. Okay, and then you got. Then where'd you go after there? Um, I went to Dobe Resort on oh, Orcas Island. Spent some time out there. I did. I like it out there. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Yeah. What? How did you get? How did you get the job out there? Like, what? What sent you out there? Did you see a job opening or no? I somebody had come a, to you. Yeah, I actually had a friend who um, also worked at Carmelita with me. Um, she was the chef out there and knew I was looking for something different and. Went up there for the summer, try it out a little bit, and I ended up staying um, for the year. 
um, and through another summer working there. It's not sound too bad. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. How was it working out there? How was the, you know, was it because you stayed there for a whole year? Yeah. So like that slow period there. I mean, does the. Oh, it's brutal. How, that's what I'm saying. It's how, brutal. how far do they cut the kitchen staff down to? Oh, it's it's management only. It's finding things to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was a really neat culture because they had an on-site garden. Yeah. Um, you know, you were in direct communication with the garden manager of what mm-hmm. produce that was going to be put down, you know, all of all of the farms we got to work with that were on the island. Oh, that sounds so awesome. You know, the oyster, you know, going to the oyster farms and picking them up yourself. And um, it was just a really neat culture and community yeah. out there, for sure. It's a tiny community out there, too. Yeah. It's no, like everybody I mean, knows each other. You're stuck then, on an island. Yeah. 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 Island life. So you were there for a year and then came back here to Seattle? Came back here to Seattle. And, yeah, why'd you decide to leave? It was just, like, time to get off the island? It's time to get off the island. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it was a great break. And... Um, you know, a chance to kind of, you know, personally recenter myself. Um, yeah. You know, there was only so much out opportunity out there for me um, as far as growth. Some people never, I mean, some people go out there for like a short time and they never leave. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have some yeah. people who just went over there for a job or something. They, they never come back or they'll just go to a different resort town. Exactly. So they meet some people in that industry and then it's like, hey, and, and they just swap back and forth mm-hmm. and they never want to come back to the city. And the culinary, I mean, the food out there is just as good, you know, as the city is. Um, and it's someone's a lot of the times it's better because you are you're dealing one on one with the purveyors, you know, oh, the yeah. farmers, um, the ranchers, all that stuff. So it's not like you're stepping down. It's just a different, slower kind of of life. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm glad I can we, picture it in my head right now. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Like a, Seagulls, <laughs> seals, yeah. whales, just whales, all that good stuff. Otters, yeah, yeah. You, know? you know, it's great. It's gorgeous out there. Yeah. Uh, if I, if anybody listens to this show, a lot of people listen to the show that don't live in uh, Washington or whatever. Uh, if you ever get a chance to go out to the islands out there, I mean, it's it's a good good place to go, and you can get there Very most beautiful. of all by ferry. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. which is also great. Yeah, ferry life. So. Got drugged back to the city. Where'd you hit? Where'd you go after that? Um, I landed at Collins Pub down in Pioneer Square. I haven't been, um, I've been there years. Yeah, my friend was the chef there. Went on as the sous chef. Nothing. The the food wasn't crazy. Yeah. You know, it's um, but I love the fast pace. I love that fast pace. Um, you're just you're pumping food out mm-hmm. for. Two hours straight. Make sure shifts go by pretty pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. (laughs) Okay, we're closing already. Already, we're already breaking down. Yeah. So I was there for quite a while, and then I um, I ended up taking on the chef position at uh, one of his new restaurants, um, Hudson Public House, up in Lake City. So sad. I haven't been there before. It doesn't exist anymore. I thought, yeah, I was like, I thought you were talking about the Hudson that's on uh, Airport no, Way. And no. I was like, I love that place. And then, no, it wasn't that one. Yeah, this was um, this was a smaller place, Gastropub. Um, okay. So they took, so same, same, same owner's family? Same, same owners. Same Col- owners. Col- and so they yeah. took you from Collins and they put you out in Lake City. Yep. It's almost like a demotion. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you're doing great. You know, I know you're doing diff- great here. Yeah, but. no, it's different pace. Um, yeah. it, was, it was something different, you know, a little... You know, kind of uh, more complicated place and that Gastronomy. Sort of thing. And yeah. Gastro pub. Yeah. Little elevate elevated bar menu. Exactly. So you're at the gastro pub. Yep. All right. And that shut down under your under your watchful eye? Nope. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir, it did not. <laughs> 
So how long were you there? Um, I was there for two years. Okay. You spend a lot of, I can't, I don't make it out of a place. Yeah, I don't make it out of a place like over a year. I'm like, I can't. Suck. I Whatever. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, I suck. I can't stand <laughs> the people I work with or I don't like the food anymore or it's just, yeah, drug problems arise. Yeah, it's like they don't have drugs anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. I've, been, I've been fired for drinking on the job. You now I can't, I got to drive too. Yeah. I'm, I'm drive my truck. Oh, yeah. Drinking and driving don't, don't mix. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right. So, so you're there for two years. Yep. Um, when did you get the Bell and Wheat? When did we met you? We met you. Oh, you met me after that. Right after really? that. Because yeah. that's what I thought. I thought you came from a bar when yep. I met you. Um, oh, good times, good times. You're at Bell and Wheat. That place was a shit show. They're still, I mean, they're still. I have still people, trying. I got, I got people there. I got people there. They're still trying. I mean, there's still trials and tribulations. They're still doing it. They're surviving. Um, they've managed. I think they're. Oh, they managed. They're managing another spot now. Um, I think it's Scuttlebutt, uh, their new brewery down in Soto. They took over that spot. Um, I think that's where Tuna was at for a little bit. Um, um, and then you left Bell and Wheat. How long were you at Bell and Wheat? Mm-hmm. Let's say six months. So that's it? Yeah. That's really how long Bell and Wheat lasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was there for almost a year. No. Yeah. No, it was like seven months. Yeah. Seven, eight months. And then you went to Arctic? No, I went to Pan Pacific Hotel. Pan Pacific. My other buddy yes. at Arctic. And you were there for? Two and a half years. Fuck, dude. That was, that, that's a long time. I just Bell and Wheat was a pit stop. <laughs> That's right. It was a detour. Learn, yeah. learning. It was a detour. <laughs> you met you met some of the greatest people you'll ever meet in your life. I did. I you did. Met Amy. Yes. You met me and Johnny. Yeah. Sir Angelo. Oh. You keep in contact with anybody else from there? No. No. That's a good squad. I like I like the originals. The, I like the, the team. Allen Box back there now. That guy leaves. This is like his fourth time leaving that place. He switches from that place in uh, West, someplace in West Seattle. Yeah, three sixty. Yeah, three sixty. And uh, San Fermo, right? Yeah, he's at San Fermo yeah. for well. Tim's in that family too. Oh, oh yeah, and then Percy's. And then Percy's. That's right. Who they have? It's a cycle. Sarah's the chef there now at Percy's. Yes, you got to go see her. She loves that chef life. She's so <laughs> she's so excited to get that chef position. I don't I don't even know if she had a sous chef position where she got it. She just jumped straight up, applied for this position, got head chef. And she was like, so happy. I'm like, love you, Sarah, if you're listening. Uh, But I ran into her and she's just like, yeah, so like, I'm ready to do this. And I was like, oh, God, you're about to get get murked. (laughs) Toasted. Yeah. So uh, then you were at uh, Pan Pacific. And this is, is this when you started? Like, when, when did you start thinking, like, going into business for yourself? Like, what were the first thoughts and, and what, like, what? How did it come into your? Why did you decide? You just yeah. I mean, I think you you hit this point in your career where you're you're cycling through, right? I mean, there's probably a reason why you jump from six months to six months to a restaurant because yeah. you're not being you're not fulfilled. You know, you're trying to find that. You're trying to continue to learn. And at that point, I I kind of had two directions I could go. Um, I could go to the right and get another an executive chef job at another hotel and maybe get a food and beverage director position and kind of move up in that realm or try something on my own. You know, one of the one of the biggest things that I missed, you know, working I worked in all types of places, fine dining to casual places is that interaction with your customers. You know, you know, unless it's an open kitchen, you don't know who you're serving. You don't see anybody. You don't see anybody. Just really wanted to have that personal interaction with the people mm-hmm. 
that you're serving. I mean, you don't, we don't get that ever. No. No. Make, make some friends. Yeah. Make we, some friends. Yeah. Deal know? with all the criminals on the back. <laughs> Is he going to show up today? Uh, they always do. It, I mean, that there's, yeah, there's, a, and there's a give and take with that. Like, you know, one of the things about working in the back of the house is that you don't have to deal with the customers sometimes. Sure. And then after a while, you're like, oh, I just wish I could see, like, I wish I could go out there and see. Well, I think it's a little bit different with the food truck because you're the server and you're the cook. So they kind of see and have more of a respect for what you're doing and how long it'll take. As opposed to when you're in a restaurant and there's a server and they're like kind of ignoring you or something like that. And they're just like, <laughs> and then your customer's getting upset. And like, there's a reason why guests get upset in restaurants. And it doesn't always have to do with the, the food. It always gets blamed on the, on the kitchen I mean, staff. Because though. that's the easiest person to blame. You don't see them. You're yeah. like, oh man, it's easy to blame the person you don't see. Yeah. So yeah, so there's a different communication so you can just have a lot more fun and it's a lot more open it's almost like uh like it's every day is a festival or a fair or something like yeah, that yeah you know? know and and you know what we're doing what we're serving is is it's not complicated i mean it's it's, it's not rockets you're not reinventing the wheel <laughs> not exactly you know it's it's approachable everyone can relate yeah. to what an egg sandwich it doesn't matter who you are. Now, when you now, yeah, now when you decided, so when you made the made the choice to go with a food truck because you wanted to, you know, step off and work for yourself, did you know that's what you wanted to do? Did you know that that was like the food truck is the way to go, no brick and mortar, and then also it's like, did you know you wanted to make breakfast sandwiches? Um, definitely, definitely was going more the food truck route than yeah. than a brick and mortar. Um, but why? Why not? I've opened restaurants before. Yeah, okay. I've managed restaurants before. Yeah. You know, I've never done this before. It never ex- worked on a food truck. Never worked on a food truck. You know, so that part excited me that, you know, uh, finally learning something new. The first thing I definitely knew I wanted to do breakfast. But in, to incorporate that operationally into a food truck, um, you can't serve plates of you know, a plate of omelet and a, a you know, a, <laughs> like you, know, a tall, a, yeah. you know, a tall yeah. stack of yeah. pancakes. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to think, how can I get this out quick? How can I package it easily? How can somebody just grab it and start eating it, um, take it to work and, you know, put it on burritos or tacos or something. But, you know, this is probably where Tara comes into a little bit from being from the East Coast. Um breakfast sandwiches, which is a huge staple out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a handful of them in the city. People put them on the menus, but um, who doesn't want an egg sandwich? No, I, mean, I mean, you know, I yeah, want one right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when, well, when I first, when I first, first spoke to you about it and you were like doing breakfast sandwiches and I was like, who the fu- why the fuck don't we have one of those already? Yeah. Like where, and, and that is something that is missing in this city is also breakfast food trucks, like breakfast. early in the morning. Exactly. They're super oversaturated, oversaturated during the during the midday or even at these food festivals or whatever and most of them are shitty like mm-hmm. uh, that Fremont the, the day fair on the weekend and stuff like that I don't like any of their food trucks and it's all the same stuff it's super greasy it's like burgers corn dog all that crap maybe oh, maybe a, ma- yeah maybe a burrito or something like that which has so, its place but <laughs> exactly but it's but just not it's, if everybody's doing the same thing yeah but it's one of those things where anybody yeah. can do it yeah. you know anybody <laughs> Come in, get a food truck, and 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 put a fryer on there, and do a bunch of deep fried food. So well, they definitely have hype. You know, I mean, I think like with weddings and events, people like like seeing the big truck roll up, mm-hmm. and it's like I, you can still get great food, but people just 
I feel like just they're doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I think exactly. That's exciting, so yeah. we want to do something different. The, yeah. the men, yeah, the but men, simple. Yeah, the menus all look alike. You yeah. know, when it yeah. comes to the food truck. But yeah, I think the biggest thing is too, like you pointed out, the breakfast scene. Yeah. In food trucks, you know, there's a handful of trucks that offer breakfast items, but they don't serve during breakfast hours. No. Mm-hmm. You know, there's absolutely no trucks out there serving at 6 a.m. So that's something, you know, a market right there to jump into and, you know, so get smart. some local coffee, you yeah. know. Well, also, I was thinking about I was thinking about that when I was coming here and interviewed you today. And I was thinking you're also not in direct competition with anybody. Exactly. It's not like, you know, you guys all pull up at the same time. You set everything up and then it's like. How are we gonna fucking smoke this fool over here in this truck today? Like, what can we yeah. do to draw these people in? It's like, no, you're like the only truck out there. Well, we're, we we're still competing with the coffee shops and with Whole Foods or whoever, you know, your, your quick grab and grow. So, us being fast is really important because people don't have time to hang out, you know, yeah. before they're going to work. They just wanna grab it and go. They've got this small window that you can grab. I feel like if you're willing to stand in line at a Starbucks, that you should be willing exactly. to stand in line for an egg sandwich. And you can get some coffee, too? We, right, don't, we, don't, we don't go to Starbucks no more, man. Racists. Um, no, they're good. They're shutting down. They're not. <laughs> they're shutting down for like four hours. For like six. For like six <laughs> hours. Which I don't think you'd have, you should have to do like, like, don't be racist training. <laughs> I just think that like, you shouldn't be racist. Like, I mean, I mean, how does that happen? I mean, how does... Go Trump. Like, Go, you know. That's right. Trump supported the podcast <laughs> exactly. right here. Exactly. <laughs> He's at least our producer's a Trump supporter. Yeah, exactly. Not, not us. You you were working with Amy yeah. at and then what steps did you take for listeners out there that maybe want to get out of the business and wanna get into the industry? Like I think maybe you're the first person we've had on here that started off started from scratch. Other people we knew had maybe stepped on a food truck or took over for somebody or something like that, but you went ground up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Had, what, what steps can people take? You know, what, how did you, how did you do it? You're not, you don't come from a lot of money. You don't, you know, you don't, did a bunch of people, if people invest in you, did you save up money on your own after all these years or how did you, how did you get, get this going off the ground? Yeah. Well, you know, with any, with any new business or idea, you got to put together your budget and, and do your research and do your homework. Um, you know, and it was tricky. It was tricky to find a lot of information on food trucks um, because it is such a small mm-hmm. um, industry itself, and and finding things as far as the permits and everything. It varies from and, state and to state, also. So, it totally yeah. does. Um, so costing and you know, there's a lot of variables because you're you're purchasing this vehicle that can go anywhere from this amount to this amount, and you know, so that was the biggest thing. Um, I spent a good couple of months doing just the numbers and doing as much research as I could on the cost of, of starting this up. Aside from that, I had a decent chunk from working at Pan Pacific corporate salaries or treat you well. And you work a lot, so it's yeah. not like you're out spending that money. I am not, yes. <laughs> um, so I had, a, I had a good chunk of money set aside to start this project. Awesome. Um, so from there, we did a lot of research on, you know, um, obviously you can, finding a truck itself isn't the biggest thing, but who's going to build it? Yeah. Um, so we, we researched builders here in Seattle um, as well as Portland. Um, we settled on PDX truck cart builders down in Portland. Sorry, I don't know why, we, why Portland has such a fruitful or like a large uh, food truck scene and we don't up here in Seattle. Way less restrictions. Way less. So silly. 
they're not doing sure why, they're doing but. so good down there. They're doing really really good things down there, mm-hmm. and so that's I'm not surprised you guys went down there to. Yeah. So from that point, we just needed to find a truck um, that was empty. <laughs> um, empty shell of a truck and then send it on over and then you know I already knew what my menu and what I wanted to do so I knew the equipment I needed Yeah. and so in, in a food truck you're, you've got such a small space that your layout needs to be perfect perfect you need to streamline everything so yeah. you're not running into you know even just one other person in your truck um so from there, did the design and the layout of, of all the equipment, and they they built it out. And the nice thing about them is um, they deal with L and I um, directly. Oh, that's for awesome! For all the inspections and yeah. everything for the electrical, the plumbing, because um, that was what helped us decide to get it uh, custom built versus buying one that was pre- already built out. Oh, because they know? would yeah. help you with the inspections. Well, the you know, permitting. a lot of these a lot of these trucks that I was I was looking at online for sale that were partially built out or they were um, used or, or whatnot, they either didn't have the right equipment or they weren't gonna pass Washington State L and I. They didn't have the right, you know, requirements and specs on them. Yeah, so it's easier to start from scratch than go backwards and yeah. try to like I imagine there's stuff. a lot of people that think it's easy and they don't do their research and that's why it's so important to do your research and spend that time um, learning about it because I'm sure there's people that 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 maybe they get an inheritance or um, you know, maybe they have saved up a large chunk of money and they go out there and they just think, you know, I'll just buy one of these food trucks and I'll go get it, you know, get it inspected and they go, no, no way. You need a minor in uh, electrical and plumbing (laughs) and fire suppression systems and all that stuff. So if you don't know about those areas, you're better off going with professionals. And what sites, I mean, what sites did you use? Where, Where did you go learn about all the, get all the information at? Do you have a, oh, wow. It's really going rocket, rocket something. There's one that's really good for like planning your business, okay. planning your food truck, and it like helps you, walks you through how to actually start the whole business plan and budget, and then how you want to outfit it and menu. And it's really geared for food trucks specifically. I have to rocket something. We'll, we'll find it. Yeah. Well, I'll get yeah. it. And we'll we'll uh, attach really it good. to the And they have podcasts too, actually. We yeah. listen to podcasts about like, well, if you're starting a food truck, what should you it's do? It's podcasts for everything. I That's know. That's awesome about podcasts. Yeah. Did you run into any problems with getting, you know, any permanent problem with the truck or did they just hand over the truck and say you're ready to go? As far as L and I, it was, it was pretty much ready to go. The truck was good to go. Right. So at that point, you still can't serve anything. <clears> so you need to go through your health to health permits and all that, you know, with your health permits, you have to pick out your commissary. You have to have a location where you're, you're cooking your food. Which do you already have that picked out? Yes. Where do you, where do you go? Um, we're in West Seattle. And so with that, the interesting part about that is here in Seattle, there's a handful of commissaries, but not all of them have parking for your truck. So you have to think that you're, you need to be able to park a, and B, you need to be able to have shore power and plug that in. So your refrigeration is going all the time. There's no there's no way in the world you could sit there and unload your whole kitchen for service and then load up your kitchen again. And everything stay cool without power. Yeah. Yeah. 
never see they don't think about those things we yeah. talked about on a couple of podcasts i don't know maybe like a year ago <clears throat> we were talking about people starting up food trucks or selling doing pop-ups or selling food out of whatever and it's like you can't just do it at your own home you okay. can't do it on site you have to find a commissary and then we had talked about amazon buying up what did we say it was like 40 percent yeah so no, it, it was almost 40 yeah. percent of all the commissary in downtown seattle and we didn't know why and then we realized a while later we had heard and then we realized it was for amazon go yeah so they were they're using commissary kitchens before they had the space to do it so they were doing that but i didn't even think about you needing your food truck parked right there or just a spot but it makes it a lot easier if it's right there because mm-hmm. then you're not you're saving all this travel time and i mean there's one there's one out in tequila that's pretty new but that was pretty far yeah it's the us, um, so. building where the cordon blue used to be oh i oh. mean it's a beautiful facility but it's also in tequila i mean that's a that's a trek to get down there i live in tequila Tequila. But then, you know, you're driving to Tequila to get the truck, and then you're driving to yeah. your spot, and then you're driving back, and then you're driving home. So there's a lot of in the vehicles that we're in, a lot of loading and unloading, and it's like, I, I feel like I'm a delivery driver sometimes. And if you think, you I mean, if you, I yeah, am. I mean, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Depot. And if you think of it. <laughs> on the go. And if you think about it, I mean, a lot of those trucks, I've been on those trucks, are haggard trucks. They're like beat up. They break down. I don't, I don't know if I want to spend all that travel time in that and those trucks and then you're cooking on it for oh yeah however long your shift is i mean we're literally we're i mean it's an aluminum box and then you're you're putting tons of weight (laughs) you know you're putting ovens and refrigeration in there and it it knocks around and you have to be careful too because you gotta you gotta pay attention to your your plumbing and all your gas lines because oh my lord as you move they loosen i talked to uh uh, the guy that's in charge of uh, catering and events for Skillet Diner, and they had got so much, uh, they were having to cater so much stuff off-site with their food trucks, they had to buy like a, a rent a fourth one just to keep up with all the contracts that they signed. Yeah. And uh, this truck was so haggard that they had to pick out the their uh, map out their directions so they wouldn't hit any hills or go on any freeways because the truck wouldn't go over 30 miles per hour. That's like a disclaimer it, in our contract, it, catering contract. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and it can't go up any like yeah. hills that are this pitch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, what? And he's like, man, got to do those contracts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. like, boss is the answer too. So... It's nice to to have a, a, a truck that you know is is newer, and uh, you guys get it got it first generation too, right? Well, actually, we it used to be a Bimbo Bakeries truck. Yes. Yeah. All right. Should save the name. So you getting your health 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 department inspection and stuff all put together. You found your commissary. Mm -hmm. You got all that going, and from then to when you open up your doors, what issues that arose in between those that time. Yeah. So any kind of street vending here at the city, you need to get a permit for and you need to apply for specific spots that they have. You can pick the ones that are already zoned for food trucks or you can petition to create a new one. But there's a lot of very, very specific requirements around this spot. Um, It can't be within is it 100 feet or 50 feet of a restaurant? You have to have a bathroom agreement with a, oh, yeah. a um, some sort of business. It doesn't matter what it within is. Within 200 feet. Within 200 yep. feet. You have to 
has to have proper sidewalk clearance for like we're literally clearing. drawing like maps of like exactly how it's going to look in relation to the tree that's next to this part that's of the crazy because that's for and, each like, spot too every single spot yep so we've applied um we when did we apply january we applied january 16th and we're still waiting <laughs> so um i think you know yeah. i think that it, it does take a while and we knew that um but we're coming into a lot of problems because we're we're asking for a 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. spot and nobody else in the city has ever done that. Yeah. Even though they say on their website it's available, you can vend from at 6 a.m. Yeah, we can but, vend it during those hours. But, but no one's ever asked. So now they're like, wait, what do we do? <laughs> wait, we don't have staff at that time. You know, yeah, like we need to we need to we need to contact the uh, Seattle Parking Enforcement to see if there's somebody on duty. Oh, um, to make sure. Yeah, because you got to um, get, you know, if the car's in your spot, you can get them towed right away. Otherwise, how am I going to do business if somebody's in my spot? And um, they're concerned right now about noise, um, the noise ordinance yeah. and concerned about our our generator. So because we're right near a like commercial residential area, like literally the spot we want is actually like right near Whole Foods in South Lake Union. And there's like delivery trucks coming in and out of there. Yeah. And it's like they're just it's just a lot they're making us go through. And then like I literally like wrote them an entire report on the decibel level of our generator. Yeah, that's it's definitely crazy. under 100, 61 right? decibels that's 10 insane. feet. Yeah. And, like, and then I had to do calculations as to decibels and how far away it is and like how loud it is based on how far away you are. Like the crazy stuff. Because you guys are trying to apply for like a permanent spot, right? Yeah. So, so this that, is yeah. a spot Because right now you guys are all over the place. Kind of. Yeah. And so yeah. you guys and want we're, people we're to know. And we're renting out, you know, we're paying for the spots that we're going to yeah. through um, seattlefoodtrucks.com. Yeah. Um, they have spots all over the city um, and here in Bellevue. Yeah, they've been and, awesome to work with. Yeah, so we're, so we're at Denny Park um, Wednesday through Friday right now uh, in the mornings, and we've picked up some lunches. Um, and then we got really lucky, and we got um, Chuck's Hop Shop in the CD on Saturdays. I like that. Oh, they yeah. always have good. Yeah. Food Wait, are you there at there. six a.m.? No, no. Oh, no. I was like, we do brunch. We get we to sleep their, in that okay. day, so we do their eleven to four shift. Oh, yeah. dang! I was like, I'll, sleep. I know. I'll slide on in there. I, I tried. <laughs> I, I misread their flyer and thought they were at Chuck's Hop Shop, and so I was like, oh, I got to get up early, and I'll staying at Hannah's house and so I was like I'll just run up there and like get to Chuck's and they're not there so I re-looked and I was like oh they're on Denny Park I might as well go down there <laughs> that's terrible so you guys don't have a permanent spot spot yet you're waiting for your application to go through well we're, yeah, yeah the permit I mean, I mean they're, they're just they, they've got all the information <laughs> they just needed to make a decision but you you went and knocked on doors and got a you know oh yeah we had to hand pay you know to all the local businesses we had to yeah. like let them know that we were going to be there and if they they had a, a period that they could basically comment on whether they thought we should have the permit or not and one person was like you're not going to take away cheese wizards are you I'm like no no no, no. we're not we're not vending, <laughs> we're not vending during that we're doing the morning but anyway they were fine with that but so yeah we're just still play, waiting on that just playing the waiting game yeah it takes a while because they bounce it back it's like a really stupid process they're like oh it's going to go to this office and they're like okay we'll send it to this office and they're like oh okay send it back to that yeah office nobody wants to signature. deal with it yeah, yeah. exactly until you like go in there with guns a blazing no exactly and you're yeah. like is it the top of the pile bottom of the pile and we've done that too many times we're, we're just kind of tired of, of going in there um, we'll get there okay so you guys have been open since when was your open March day? 20th about a month March yeah. 20th oh, wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. since then, I've seen you guys, all, a bunch of stuff written about you guys. You guys were on like yeah. King 5 cooking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Evening, Mag- Evening Magazine Evening came Magazine. in. Como, Seattle Refined. We had a Seattle Met article. Ooh, it's like, it's like, it's like all happening. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that is great. Which which one was your favorite? Which, which who who's your favorite to shoot with John or Curley. talk with? John Curley wasn't there, was he? <laughs> we had them at, we had them come into my work and they, they were like, Do you wanna you wanna be over here and be on camera? I was like, Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> like I'll send one of my other cooks over there. He can be on camera the entire time slicing whatever the fuck you want. I'm like, Do you wanna talk? Not really. I don't wanna be on camera talking. Like, no, I'm fine. Uh, but they set these old ladies up. They these old ladies had won a contest to be on Evening Magazine. Well, they didn't tell us, so we just, like, we had to fill the bar up at, like, 10 a.m. in the morning for them to shoot. So we filled up the bar with a bunch of our friends. These old ladies were the first one to arrive at, like, 9 a.m. We were like, (laughs) hey, what's up? We thought maybe it was one of our employees, like, one of our owners or one of our managers, like, families. So we were like, yeah, come on in. And they're like, who are you you with? Oh, we're with King, we're with, like, Evening Magazine or whatever. We talk, they just set them right there, like right front row up at a bar in the middle of the day. And they're like, yeah, we'll start drinking and stuff. And we're like, this is weird. All these punk rockers and like bike <laughs> messengers and like pinball nerds. And then these sweet old ladies just sit there eating sandwiches in the middle of the day. It's a good crew. I mean, I like yeah. shooting with them. They're a lot yeah. of fun. But it's really nice to see you guys get a lot of press. I was telling John. We were not expecting it. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of snowballed, which is which is great. That's I awesome. Mean, I'm sure you guys got a lot of good word of mouth down where you guys are parked at in Denny Park. People come down there and they. Well, what happened first? Like who reached out to you guys? Did first being like we want to do something about you um seattle met oh, okay. they wanted to do an article we literally weren't open yet before you even opened up they didn't even yeah. try the food <laughs> yeah yeah no it was great and he's um, got that weight <laughs> <laughs> was it through amy doesn't it like didn't it kind of happen through jolie a little bit yeah um she was she was giving amy a call about something probably about an article and she had mentioned something about uh, amy mentioned looking for staff. Um, there was some staff turnover and she was really concerned it was um, the bartender. And she's like, no, no, it's prep cook. Um, you know, she's going to start her food truck. And so Amy kind of talked about it a little bit. And so gave her my information and she contacted me right away. Well, she got um, the scoop. Yeah. yeah. First first one to get <laughs> yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. I was trying to be that person, but Andy was like, no, nah, I'm too busy. So. <laughs> you were, technically. I know. Yes. I know. I mean, yeah, it's a lot to come down here all the way down to South Lake Union. Get on the Who knows? Boat. Maybe we'll blow up now, now that we're on your podcast. Possibly. Might send some people there. Yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Heavy, be there. heavy in the underground. Harlem and I will be there. <laughs> a bunch of the people reached out to you. Yeah. Unexpectedly. Did you see an impact? in your guys's sales or with customers I think I think yeah. we, and you know we still get people coming up to the truck for the first time saying hey we saw you on evening magazine or refined or something like that which is great I mean it's you can't ask for any anything better no than that sort yeah. of promotion right when we free open. promotion at that yeah keep that shit rolling but the most rewarding has definitely been the return customers that have just literally walked by come stop there one day and then they literally they come every day that we're there and like that's just the best feeling and that one guy that that, like you don't know if they're gonna like what you're doing and then they come back and they're like that was the best breakfast sandwich I've ever had and and that's just like even if we didn't make any money that day it was like totally worth it yeah. you know just being yeah. there talk a little bit about your sandwiches the names who whose idea was it to name these sandwiches because these are some of the greatest <laughs> names of sandwiches I've ever seen yeah you know it was kind of we kind of decided that, um, you know, being our own business, that you have to incorporate your personality. Right. You have to bring something that's you, you into You have to stand it. out also. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it was just, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's definitely room to, you know, it's not, it's not a fancy restaurant where you have to be very, you know, 
French about your your ingredients and your menu names or whatnot. You can have fun with it. Yeah, right. You know, and that's part of us. We just want to have fun. Yeah. So we made this giant list of women in in history and present day that inspire us or that we looked up to as children, um, athletes and performers and just all over the place. Um, and from there, we, you know, we had our menu down. We knew what kind of sandwiches we're making. And then um, the puns came in. And then the puns. And, and how, do, how, how do we tie these in together? Yeah. Yes, uh, I mean, that's the thing is I was going to ask is like, which came first, the sandwich or the name? Oh, the sandwiches came first. Sandwiches came first. Yeah, so the sandwiches your, were there. They were ready. They were ready to go. You knew what you wanted. Everything was ready. Oh, okay. it was plug now, and play. Now, now yeah. it's Navy suckers. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah we, yeah, we knew like that's where we wanted our personality to shine, you know. And then obviously when they taste the food, hopefully that comes through too. But um, <laughs> but the name. You, but you gotta you gotta give them a hook. I think yeah, the you gotta hook them in yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think I was joking like saying like oh Mia Ham, haha, that's funny. And then like I was like. And then uh, Ruth Bacon Ginsburg. That was that was the one where we got really excited. Like, oh my God, people are gonna love that, and they love bacon. So I think, even though yeah. I don't think Ruth Ruth eats bacon, actually, no, no, she's, she's probably like vegetarian or something. But I've had cocktails that are fucking awesome cocktail names, but the drinks are fucking terrible. Right. So you got them both. What is your number one seller on the truck? It is our Ruth Bacon Ginsburg. Yeah, I'm bacon sure. Ginsburg. I mean, everybody just wants a bacon and egg sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And um, do you do you see opening a second one? Do you see opening up a brick and mortar location? What? Oh, I mean, it's pressure. What? Pressure. No, it's not. It's not pressure. I mean, no, things you know, change over time they, too. They, they've been open a month, Robbie. <laughs> I think it's gonna. I mean, I think it's, it's gonna, gonna blow do, up. I think oh, it's yeah. gonna do great. Uh, there's the the food is fine. You guys are there. You get a permanent spot. People are gonna know where to find you. Um, there was a need for that in this city too it's hard to you know a place that's fast too I mean there's some okay breakfast places <laughs> in the city but nothing that you can just go pick up really fast and it's gonna be there and open besides a coffee shop I think we want to stay simple you yeah. know like I think when you start adding too many things to your menu you try to like mold yourself to be too many things for all sorts of people I yeah. think that you start to lose who you really are. And I, I don't know, just we have six sandwiches, you know, not to say we wouldn't add a couple or do specials and stuff, but like keeping that simple sort of, I think it's more memorable that way. When you, when they, people know who you are, what you are, like if they think of an egg sandwich, hopefully they're going to think of us, Yeah. you know, and maybe turn into a destination type of thing because of what we're doing. So whether that's, you know, adding more trucks, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is, you know, I mean, baby steps the first thing is like let's hire another person let's yeah. let's, let's have a day off yeah um, and we'll so go, we can think about you know, it we'll, we, we'll go from there i mean it would be fantastic if the you know i had staffing and it could just run itself and I think order, the, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather open up a bakery myself. You know, going wow. back to my roots, just or do something. something yeah, do pastries. Keep, keep like, the food truck and open up a. Uh, who knows? I think know? extending the hours. I think um, hitting more of that like late night crowd that wants like you know always hits up oh, Bats Cafe dude. or something like late at <laughs> night. But like fire. But parking like you know down Capitol Hill like at two a.m. You know, I don't think would be a bad idea for what we're doing. So not at all. Just gotta yeah. hire more people because I am not serving at two a.m. No. Yeah, and that's like, yeah. You gotta hire <laughs> yeah. more people. So yeah, yeah. there's baby steps. Yeah. All right, let's do um, anything else. You guys want to add any anything? Any else? plugs? Any, any plugs? plugs? Your social media. How is your social media game? Is it? Is it? Just, who's running it? Oh, we're both trying. We're both trying. Um, this one a little bit. She is. She did all the graphics. Um, graphic design. Um, 
who made you the know, stickers. I did the logo. The logo. I like it. Stuff. I like oh, the stickers yeah. too. The font's great. Die cut stickers did, did those for us. They're pretty cool. You know, after Shout I stared at it for a second, it dawned on me that it's an egg and it's a so sun. Oh, it is. Right? <laughs> it is. <laughs> I was just mind like, blows. oh, boom. Legit. Got some mind ninjaing. Right? Yeah, I like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, social media can really, it can change. change it's like a a such a learning experience. Yeah. It's crazy. You got to keep up on that. You know, and it. I mean, yeah, there's some, there's a couple different restaurant companies or chefs or restaurant groups that I know of that have hired outside people. Yeah, you and you've watched, media, and you've yeah. watched their just, it just change and it really helps with business. Well, I, yeah. what I learned about the Instagram is like, there's times to post to get the most views mm-hmm. and like likes and stuff like, I'm like, what? And then with the stories, I'm just trying to keep up with I my personal either. and then I got to keep up with those shows and I'm just like, I don't know how to do both. So I feel like I want to hire a high schooler just to show me how to use social media. Internships. Or Twitter. Internships. <laughs> yes. You'll call it an internship. I don't know. Just stand outside. Google. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, we're gonna do we'll do a real quick fire uh, of just some stuff that we usually ask a lot of guests or uh, chefs that come in here. Feel free to answer both of you. What's your favorite meal to cook at home? <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, yeah, like when it just yeah, like, you like know, something simple, you know, yeah, getting the morning star chicken yeah. nuggets, Ch- <laughs> the, the morning star chicken nuggets, and just morning star, a, just a pile of frozen vegetable, like saute frozen vegetables. Yeah, I like doing roasted, roasted, roasted vegetables. You know, I like, like just too. okay. I know you guys probably don't get a lot of chance to eat out, but what's your favorite restaurant in Seattle right now? So we're big like Mario's fans, but we recently tried uh, Dino's and we really like Dino's. D- oh, Dino's, Dino's is, Dino's is the, fire. Yeah, Dino's, Dino's is good. The salt, the the flavor on that crust is yeah, like Dino's they is fire. Are it reminds me of like, the best pizza in Seattle. It reminds me of like an elevated little Caesar's crust. Don't yeah. <laughs> mm, like, no. uh, like, no. like super no. elevated. That, the square. You're talking about the little square pizzas they no, got. No, right? no, no you don't. Like this is like their their Neapolitan uh, style. Like oh, just the, the nice char, the flavor stuff. of the crust. And okay. I'm I'm from um, New Haven, Connecticut, which I will plug right now, which is <laughs> the pizza capital of the United States. Ooh, actually, so I'm pretty much a snob when it comes to that. So I'm pretty happy with Dino's and Mario's. You know. Yeah. I like Dino's. I like their bar too. Mm-hmm. Good, oh yeah. Good looking bar. Uh, favorite music to cook too. Gloria Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> Not Miami Sound Machine, <laughs> just Gloria Stefan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> That's yours. Andy, what do you got? Oh, wow. Um, Andy's like metal. <laughs> no, you know what? Like, if I haven't, I haven't cooked with music even. You guys aren't playing any music on the food truck? No. <sighs> I got I to hear, gotta hear the tickets. I got to get that pumping out the sound system. Um, you know, honestly, even in when I was prepping at Joe Lee, I wouldn't because my back was to the, to the door and I wanted to hear somebody came in. So uh, I, to, for deliveries, you know, but other than that, probably just NPR. Uh, I feel you on that. I'm a podcast kind yeah. of guy. Uh, pirate or ninja? Pirate. Pirate. Both pirates. Mm. I was going to ask. Yeah. What kind of kitchen shoes do you wear? Um, Burke socks. Burks. Yeah. Any uh, particular uh, favorite cookbooks you got or chefs that you're, that you're really you'd like people to check out you know i think some of my favorite are are the kind of the hometown um put together by either the rotary club or your church in your area from the 70s or 60s um you know where people like the joy cooking but lit 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the collaboration, um, I've got one that has, um, it has all wild game in it. Oh, so what? anything from venison to, to squirrel to like that sounds rabbit like it, it goes through legit. the steps yeah. of like shooting your rabbit and then oh, wow. cooking your rabbit that's pretty cool um, yeah we have a couple legit. books at the restaurant that are like all about like I think one's about roadkill yeah and just like really weird stuff I mean I just got uh, the Ophel book yeah. That's all about innards and gizzards and stuff like that. Oh, and it's just like awesome. They do some great. They do like a liver carpaccio. I'm like, no, they can never no, do that. No. They can never do that. Mm. But there's some, yeah. that's, that reminds me of some stuff we got to talk about on the show next week. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of episode 103. Ding. Sunny up. Yeah, Sunny Up Egg Sandwiches. Go check them out. I need to cook. I'm never up that early. So oh, I'm always up that early. That's dad hours right there. It's great. <laughs> um, if you want to visit us on social media, what is it, Johnny? Uh, what's our Instagram? <clears throat> At Grill How Long Steak Mister what's, MR. What's our Facebook? Uh, Grill How Long Steak Mister MR. So, that's also an MR? Yeah. What about Twitter? Um, At how long stick I had somebody running our Twitter for us for a while and he was on top of it yeah for a wait while. we have a Twitter oh, we do have a Twitter no J8 anymore no uh, J8 then been, we should delete it no we're not gonna delete it <laughs> we gotta keep the name uh, if you wanna follow me on Instagram I'm at Bobby Stills uh, also our uh, if you wanna email us about, uh, we've got I've got a couple resumes through remember I was begging for people to apply no way I got a couple resumes sent uh, or attachments sent to our grillhowlongsteakmister at gmail.com so I got a couple people say they'll come help me out, which I'm blowing up. Yeah, I appreciate you guys out there. Respect. Uh, if you want to see Johnny on social media, big headed babies, you know, yeah. maybe some tulip festivals going on, <laughs> oh, yeah. cool. something yeah. like that. You can visit him at uh, Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Uh, any questions uh, about podcast or I don't know booking us to do something? I don't know. You can hit up uh, the website www.soundcastingnetwork.com. Uh, and yell at Keith. You just want to make fun of him. That's fine. Yeah. That's cool. And then, what are your guys' social medias? At you do Sunny Up private, Seattle. At Sunny Up Seattle. That's yeah. everything. Yeah. And SunnyUpSeattle.com. Emails Sunny Up Seattle Gmail. Do you guys do private, private bookings yet or anything? I was just going like to say, that? are you available for parties? We are. We, we are. book directly through our website. You're booked reg- regularly? Oh, Have no. you been booked we, yet? We yes. have been booked. Catering? Yes, for catering. That's next legit. week. Actually, is our first. Like Harlem first birthday. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, you guys want to close out the show with anything? Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, for <laughs> thanks for coming down. Yeah. yeah. All right, Good guys. Week. Till next week. Peace. Peace. Later. Grill. How long steak, Mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>